Yo, what's poppin'? You listening to Keep It 100 in the Ring Podcast. Give the people what they want. With your host, Jordan Turner, where you'll hear a wrestling fan always keeping it 100. Here we go! Inside the ring and out. Are you ready? Your source for reviews, hot topics, and much more. It's time to keep it 100 in the ring. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Keep It 100 in the Ring. Welcome back to the podcast. Before I get started in talking about the SmackDown review, I got something that I need to get off my chest, and that has to do with the breaking news that happened earlier on social media that has to do with WWE officially announcing the release of Via Trinidad, a.k.a. Zelina Vega, and her remarks that she made on Twitter that I absolutely agree with. All that and so much more, plus the SmackDown review coming up next right here on Keep It 100 in the ring. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to Keep It 100 in the Ring, where I thought I was going to be talking about Friday Night SmackDown and diving right into the show. But instead, I'm here talking about the breaking news that took place earlier in the day. WWE officially firing the Trinidad, a.k.a. Zelina Vega. I can't believe it. I was stunned, just like I know you guys were as well. A lot of things were going in my mind. Why did she get fired? What happened? And I'm tired of these companies putting out, this person got released. No, no, no. In this case, in this case, there's no question. There's no question that Thea Trinidad got fired. Okay, so I don't want to hear any of this oh released bullshit. She got fired. Why did she get fired exactly? Now, you guys seen it on social media. You guys know what happened. You guys seen the tweet, but I'm going to read it to you guys anyways. Thea Trinidad, around 2.46 p.m., tweeted out simply this. I support unilization. An hour later, she got fired from the company. Now, there's a lot of things that are going on on social media, the reaction around the wrestling world, giving their views and opinions on Thea Trinidad. I'm going to give you my view and opinion on this breaking news. WWE lost another great asset to their company. Vince McMahon, following this decision, you can take the unilization shit right out the window. Throw it out the window. Vince McMahon doesn't want to hear any of that bullshit. He doesn't. Now, I and a lot of wrestling fans, you know what I mean? We've talked about how these wrestlers just need to unify, come together. Instead of attacking the fans... They need to band together and they need to go to the boss 
and stand up for themselves. That's not happening, dog. That's not happening. Vince McMahon is not going to tolerate that bullshit. Zelina Vega was a prime example of that. So if any of the wrestlers think about teaming up, you will get fired. Now, I said that these wrestlers need to band together, and a lot of them, and I mean tons of them, even all of them even, need to go up to Vince McMahon and say what you're doing to us is not right. Vince McMahon's not going to fire everybody. He'll fire some, but he will not fire everybody. And this is a sad state of affairs, man, because it shows that these superstars are a bunch of pussies. These wrestlers are a bunch of pussies because if they weren't pussy, they'd ban with via Trinidad. They didn't do it. They left via Trinidad high and dry, and then they want to go on social media that I'm seeing right now complaining about how via Trinidad got fired. I call bullshit on these wrestlers. If you were so high and mighty and, and want to defend via Trinidad, you should have stuck by her side. You should have teamed up with her and a bunch of other wrestlers band together with her and go to Vince McMahon. But you left the Trinidad high and dry in the ocean while you have the great white Vince McMahon eat her alive. Bullshit. Now, I don't know if Via Trinidad wanted to get fired, right? But this is a strong tale more than ever before that Aleister Black is probably on his way out of the company. Absolutely. He is probably going to get buried like Lana did. I don't know how he's going to get buried. Maybe he's just not going to be on TV for the foreseeable future. It's not like he hasn't been on TV. He hasn't been on TV. But if I'm Aleister Black and you fired my wife, I need you to let me go too. I need to leave. Get me out of this company. Period. I feel bad for Thea Trinidad. I love her already. I've always loved Zelina Vega, but I love her even more for standing up for herself and understanding that us, the fans, we have your back. We are with you. We support you guys. We support the wrestlers. We want what's best for the wrestlers. We want what's best for the wrestling business. We're not here to tear you guys down. And that's why I don't like seeing the wrestlers fight with the fans. Because in the wrestler's point of view, you guys are not going to win. We are the lifeblood of WWE. You're not. Without the fans, you guys are nothing. Simple. That's just a cold, hard reality. And you know what the other reality is? Vince McMahon is some serious trouble. He is in some serious shit. These wrestlers cannot just sit there and take the bullshit from Vince McMahon. They got to step up, band together, fight against the establishment. Will they? Probably not. They're going to sit the fuck down. They're going to take that money. They're going to turn around and keep walking. I hope that's not the case. I hope after this breaking news announcement that Thea Trinidad got fired, that they come together. 
Because if this doesn't make them come together, then I don't know what else will. That's my opening statement on the Thea Trinidad breaking news. That is my opening to SmackDown Live. Let's do this, man. That was it for the Thea Trinidad announcement, the breaking news. What a shame in WWE today, man. I know a lot of people are hurting following that breaking news announcement, man. I feel bad for Thea Trinidad. I know a lot of stuff played there um, to that, uh, her getting fired uh, in regards to the Twitch stuff. I'm not going to really go too harp on that. I'll probably make a quick opinion on that real quick before we get into the SmackDown review. That absolutely played a part because I know Zelina Vega loves her Twitch channel along with Aleister Black, so... I won't be surprised if that played a factor into her, quote-unquote, getting fired. Maybe she was like Paige, and she didn't want her account to be deleted, to be taken into control by the WWE. I won't be surprised. But it is what it is, man. She got fired from the WWE. A lot of people are going to be talking about it in the coming days. WWE, again, Losing another asset in the company. What a shame. They just don't care. They don't care, man. Now, we got Friday Night Smackdown. That took place tonight. Live from the Thunderdome. Overall, Smackdown. You get a thumbs up and a thumbs down on tonight's SmackDown. A thumbs up was the opening promo involving Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. SmackDown kicked off with the Tribal Chief, the reigning, defending, undisputed Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Before Roman Reigns can say anything, Corey Graves said something very interesting. He said, I quote, I guarantee that Randy Orton walks into Survivor Series as WWE champion. Let that sink in for later on when I get into the promo. Now, Roman Reigns during the promo, he said, what do you all call this? What do you call this place, Paul? The Island of Residency, Paul Heyman says. Because you're relevant. You make everybody relevant. I mean, shit, that's true. Roman Reigns and the character that he's portraying makes every single person that he is in the ring with relevant. That's a fact. Now the promo continued. Paul Heyman continues to say, this is your yard. This is your island. Roman Reigns nodding his head in agreement like, yeah, this is my shit. Fuck the big dog. I'm the tribal chief. So this was a good promo by Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns talks about Randy Orton and saying how Randy Orton isn't on the level of him and that he will prove that at Survivor Series that nobody is on his level. And then we had Drew McIntyre come out. Now before Drew McIntyre came out, Roman Reigns says, Oh my goodness, what did the big dog say? 
Roman Reigns says, I will beat the secondary WWE champion. I'm better than Randy Orton. Randy Orton is not on my level. I make people better. Randy Orton doesn't. Drew McIntyre comes out, and I'm scratching my head. Why is he coming out? His music played from the PA system. Even Corey Graves says, why is Drew McIntyre here? McIntyre says to Roman Reigns while he enters the ring, Roman, it's been a while. Hey, Paul. You seen a ghost? Hey, Roman. I just wanted to tell you, you aren't facing Randy Orton in Survivor Series. You're facing me when I beat Randy Orton on Raw to become WWE Champion. Remember, Paul, at WrestleMania when I made your past client my bitch and beat him under five minutes? Yeah, well, in in regards to what Drew McIntyre said there, uh, Brock Lesnar was definitely Drew McIntyre's bitch. I didn't think that match lasted under five minutes. I was surprised when he said that. Uh, I thought it lasted at least like six minutes, but he said it five. He said under five minutes. So, damn. Drew McIntyre gives a babyface promo. He continues to say to Roman Reigns, "I am the man now, and I will prove it at Survivor Series." After Drew McIntyre finished what he's saying, Roman Reigns comes back and says to Drew McIntyre, "I respect you, Drew." Everything you said was the truth, but I'm back. And ever since I came back, nobody knows you. I don't watch Raw. Nobody does. I'm going to stop right there. That promo, what, what Roman Reigns said was hilarious. That was absolutely funny. And a clap as well. I mean, dog, that was absolutely hysterical. Roman Reigns says to Drew McIntyre, nobody watches Raw. Paul Heyman comes back and utters, you're damn right. Nobody watches that trash. Ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw is one of the worst wrestling shows. Not of all time, but every week, Raw's trash. It's the worst show of the week. Don't at me either. All right? Don't at me, man. They got some good stuff with the Fiend and Alexa Bliss and the Hurt Business. That's it. Roman Reigns continues during the promo. I'm back. And ever since I came back, nobody knows you. I don't watch Raw. Nobody does. Everybody is watching SmackDown because of me. Paul Heyman then says, nobody watches that show. Drew McIntyre ends the promo. With a smile. And all of a sudden. Jay Uso comes out. Why the fuck is Jay Uso come out? I, I'm serious. Why is Jay Uso coming out to the ring? Roman Reigns didn't call for Jay Uso. So right off the gate, Jay Uso is made to look like an idiot. I thought Roman Reigns is the tribal chief. I thought Roman Reigns tells people what to do. Roman Reigns didn't tell Jay Uso to come out. So that's strike one for Jay Uso. Jay Uso, in this case, thinks he's the man, and he came out to go face to face with Drew McIntyre. 
And he says to Drew, why are you out here? Daniel Bryan, I beat him down. Kevin Owens, I beat him down. All of a sudden, he says to Drew McIntyre, I challenge you to an unsation match tonight. Drew McIntyre laughs, shakes his head up and down, yes, and he accepts the challenge. Segment ends. Good segment, good opener. Roman Reigns is one of the best in professional wrestling. I'm waiting for Kenny Omega to be on that level because I feel like Kenny Omega is going to be booked similar to Roman Reigns. So those two guys are going to be fighting for the top spot in regards to the best heel in pro wrestling. Right now, Roman Reigns is taking that by a landslide. Awesome stuff in the opening promo. I don't know why Drew McIntyre came out there. That didn't really make a lot of sense to me. He cuts a good babyface promo. I will give Drew McIntyre that. He cuts a great babyface promo. Jay Uso, being obedient, not listening to the tribal chief, he came out and got chewed out after the promo ended. Roman Reigns is screaming at him, yelling at him. Jay Uso telling him to calm down. It's all good. It's all good, Us. I got this. I got you. Roman Reigns is just being obedient and just being a savage and just being a dick, screaming at Jay Uso. It was some good stuff, man. So good opener and good little promo backstage between Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. The first match of the night is for the Intercontinental Championship. What the fuck? So, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Survivor Series is next Sunday. And you have the Intercontinental Championship on the line. Sami Zayn, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. You have no business defending that Intercontinental Championship. And you have him face Apollo Crews. Why would you do that? Booking this match was so stupid. I mean, give me a break, you guys. Apollo Crews was going to lose. I don't know why you booked this match. This match made no sense at all. But I will say, Sami Zayn is really becoming one of my favorites in all of WWE. The way this man beat Elias, or not Elias, Apollo Crews. Why did I say Elias? I don't know. Fuck Elias, okay? But Apollo Crews, Sami Zayn beat Apollo Crews with a uh, very interesting little way of doing it. He tied up Apollo Crews' feet in between the apron underneath the ring. So why did this match happen if that was going to be the finish? That's fucking retarded. WWE, that was stupid. This match was lame. This match made no sense. Next match, man. We got a promo. Next up, we got a promo. Features the SmackDown Women's Champion. The baddie, the boss, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. She starts the promo by saying, damn, it feels good to be SmackDown Women's Champion. I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of this women's division. She continued to say, Carmella, I know you're in the back and watching. Good for you. All of a sudden, Bailey comes out. And as Bailey was walking down the ramp, we heard a little noise. The camera was panning. Behind Sasha Banks. 
and it was Carmella. Carmella grabbed Sasha Banks, turned her around, and nailed a nice, decent super kick. She followed up with a face buster. I guess that face buster is her finisher. That's kind of lame. It is what it is. I'm liking what they're doing with Sasha Banks and Carmella. Um, Carmella, I'm loving how the way she's been booked. She's not being over pushed. She's not being, you know, on TV constantly in people's face. I'm loving the direction that they're taking with Carmella, and I'm going to give this another opportunity to not be shit on. This is the second week in a row that I'm not going to shit on this. Good stuff between Carmella and Sasha Banks. It's looking like they're going to have a battle with TLC, and it should be an interesting match, even though Bailey is always going to be creeping behind Sasha Banks. So it should be interesting where this goes. I'm wondering if Sasha Banks is going to lose to Carmella because why would you have Carmella versus Sasha Banks? Carmella's first match back in a very long time, and she lose to Sasha Banks? That doesn't make any sense. So I'm not sure where this goes at all, to be, to be honest with you. Excuse me. I don't know where this goes. We'll see what happens, but I'm enjoying what Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Carmella have been producing. Very much a fan. Let's see how it goes, man, as the weeks go on. The second match of the night. This is the second match, okay? Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why this match happened was because Otis was backstage eating like a fat ass. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, not Robert Roode, okay? Bobby Roode was clowning Otis. That's how this match happened. Lame. Lame. Guess who won? Otis. Do I care? No. Otis won via Vader bomb. Nice Vader bomb by Otis, though. You can tell WWE has absolutely drained on Otis. They don't care about Otis no more. Dolph Ziggler, a utility player. No one cares about Dolph Ziggler either. This match did nothing for me. I'm moving on. Match number three that did nothing for me. A Survivor Series qualifier. The last spot on Team SmackDown. We got Tamina versus Chelsea Green versus Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Chelsea Green broke her wrist. I seen that in the news. I'm not sure if that's true, but it's all over the, the social media landscape, man. I'm not sure what happened, how she broke her wrist, but I hope that Chelsea Green is okay. Because she is a great talent that could be utilized in that SmackDown women's division. And she could be a future challenger to Sasha Banks. Liv Morgan won this match. Thank God. Liv Morgan pinned Tamina in the Fatal 4-Way due to landing a jumping face buster to Tamina. Great stuff there. Liv Morgan deserves a push. I've been saying that for months. I love that Liv Morgan and Ruby Ride are on Team SmackDown. Very, very good stuff. The match... Was boring, but awesome finish. The fourth match of the night, the best match on the show by far, was Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a no holes barred match. This was the last match in the feud. And thank God that's the case. These men can move on. Highlights of the match, Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins were outside the ring near the side of the barricade 
Rollins goes and attempts a powerbomb, but Rey Mysterio reversed it into a Hurricane Rana as Seth Rollins lands back first on the barricade. Moments later, another nice spot happened where we saw Rollins on the announce table outside the ring. Seth Rollins nails, uh, attempted to nail Rey Mysterio with a super kick. Rey Mysterio reversed it. He grabbed the uh, steel steps and landed a shot to Seth Rollins' face. And then Rey Mysterio placed Seth Rollins back first onto the steel steps. Rey Mysterio goes to the ropes, goes back inside the ring, runs the ropes, and does a weird, pretty much baseball slide, landing on Seth Rollins' chest. That was a pretty cool spot that happened during the match. Now, the winner of the match was Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio went for a 6-1-9. Seth Rollins fell to the ground back first. Rey Mysterio went to the top rope and landed a frog splash. Viva la raza, Eddie Guerrero. Love you. Awesome tribute. I know that was a tribute to Eddie. After the match, Buddy Murphy got involved. Now, he got involved during the match too. I forgot to mention. Buddy Murphy looked he was going to be attacking Rey Mysterio with the steel chair. He had the steel chair in hand. But instead, he hit Seth Rollins with the jumping knee strike. Buddy Murphy is a babyface. I repeat, Buddy Murphy is now a babyface. He's now siding with the Mysterio family. As Aaliyah hugs Buddy Murphy. As Rey Mysterio shakes Buddy Murphy's hand. So next week on Friday Night SmackDown, WWE announced that Rey Mysterio, not Rey Mysterio, oh my goodness, I'm all over the place, Buddy Murphy, that's how much I don't want this feud to continue, Buddy Murphy will go one-on-one with Seth Rollins next week on Friday Night SmackDown. Now, that has been announced for next week. It should be good. Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy going one-on-one. That should absolutely be a classic on Friday Night SmackDown. I'm so happy this feud between Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins is over. It's done with. Now both men can move on to separate feuds. We should have seen Buddy Murphy versus Seth Rollins a long time ago following this Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins feud. Buddy Murphy is a babyface. That's great. Now, I'm not sure where they go with Buddy Murphy and Aaliyah. I have no idea. Either way, I'm just happy that Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins is over and done with. Now, after that match, we have the main event. We had Jey Uso versus Drew McIntyre in an annexation match. Drew McIntyre beat Jey Uso via a Claymore running kick. This match was boring. It didn't do much for me. After the match, Drew McIntyre says to Roman Reigns, as Roman Reigns was ringside and went straight up to Drew McIntyre face-to-face, Drew McIntyre says to Roman Reigns, watch Raw on Monday. That's it. That's it. And that was SmackDown. I would have to say it was a down show today. Good promo. To open the show. Good continuation with Sasha Banks and Carmella. 
Outside of that, SmackDown is kind of a dud tonight. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that's my opinion. I know that Selena Vega is going to take everything by storm this weekend. Everybody's going to be talking about it. You might see me on Twitter give my views and opinions still on that breaking news. But that's the podcast, you guys. That's SmackDown Live on Keep It 100 in the ring. This is the Creative King dropping the mic for the podcast. Y'all have a good one. King out. Yeah, man, Fatty's gonna rob him. Yeah. I got the Glock in my robbery. 17 shots, no 38. Yeah, I got the Glock in my robbery. 17 shots, no 38. Yeah, she's fine. Wondering where she be mine. Walk past, I press rewind. See that ass one more time. And I got this soul.